going on in wrestling this week? Did you see what like Randy Orton did to like Ric Flair, bro? Like just punched him in the head. He had Holy to do it. Crap. It was necessary. But look, Kenny, um, I got some for you. What's that? Right there, next to you. Oh. What's this, dude? Thanks, bro. Got you. I told you you were next, Kenny! I told you! Why? Why do I trust you? Kenny, it's Izzy the Prodigy here. Kenny! Brandon! What's going on? Chris Van Fleet here. I hope the episodes just keep getting better and better and better and just stacking them up like New Day pancakes. This is the biggest accomplishment of your podcast. So, send me a thank you, write me a nice letter, tweet me, DM me, FaceTime me. I am Facebook for Christ's sake. Well, I'm here. My eyebrows are singed a little bit, but uh, I'm here. Because I'm professional. Yes. Brandon tried to kill Told me. Told you I was going to get you. Told you. There's retribution. Retribution for all those years. For what? It's more like sexual frustration. Spot on me. Spot <laughs> on me. Pull my pants down in the lunchroom. When did I pull your pants you down back. in the... Wait, wait. No, no, no. If you're going to accuse me of things, maybe I've been mean to you. When did I pull your pants down in the lunchroom? Why would I subject everybody else to that sort of little itty-bitty problem? Hey, wait a minute. Oh wait, that was that was middle school. Dang it. Okay, I wasn't Sorry. in your middle school. Yeah, yeah. So I now got, you just you, 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 you're you're oh, getting no. retribution on an innocent person. Oh. You're creating. That's what creates criminals, Brandon. Because oh, for no, no reason, I'm a good person. I'm 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 a. I was gonna say a Presbyterian, but it's not correct. Uh, what's the word? A philanthropist. There it is, a philanthropist. And yet you try to try to sully my good name. Try to kill me. In fact. <laughs> Well, I've been your biggest supporter. Did, did you do your eyebrows, by the way? I don't do... You know, I've, I've always gotten that since I was little. Look, no joke. Ever since I was uh, younger, um, everybody's always like, do you do your eyebrows? And I'm like, no, this is how it is. Like, this is how my eyebrows are. Because if you look closely, if I got really close to the camera, like, you would see that, like, there's just little hairs. Like, it's uh, it's not perfect. Uh, I, not look, perfect. look. Look, the, good Lord, the good Lord the made me this way. The good yeah. Lord made me this way, okay? I know it's hard to believe. I know it's hard Don't to believe. believe. Why are you dressed like that? The one time you wear a mask. The one time you wear a mask. No most barred network. Like so you, if that's Kyle, what's up, Kyle? If it's that, if that's Tiff, happy birthday, Tiff. Please tell Tiff happy birthday. Yes. Uh, it, it, it is her 21st birthday today. So just want y'all to know. Uh, right. t- that is Tiff of All Elite Podcast, by the way. So, Brandon, do you want to sing her a special happy birthday? Happy birthday, dear Tiff. No, you got to do the, the Stevie Wonder. The <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, by the way, for just like completely murdering your ears just now. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Steve Brandon. But we don't have we don't have long term plans for this podcast. Just like retribution, I, I hear that there are no long term plans for retribution. Like they don't even know where they're going with. It. They're like, damn it, just cause our anarchy, just go on there and tear up my show. 
who do you think should like lead it? Should it be like a Dark Order thing? Like those were just their little minions out there, and then there's like a Brody Lee type that's leading the retribution group. No, I think there should be like a clear cut like leader. Like I mean, there should be yeah, there there should be like it should be Alistair Black. I think I was saying. Oh yeah, that'd be neat. Yeah, um, another one I could see doing it. It's I guess Dominic Dijakovic, but I don't think he's got enough charisma to like lead a group per se. He could mm-hmm. just be the the, the silent assassin. Uh, it could be Akira Tozawa. These could be his ninjas. <laughs> the ninjas. <laughs> oh, I hate I hate the ninjas. I am not gonna <laughs> lie to you. I, I hate the ninjas so much, but that's okay. Um, like at least they have something for him to do, man. You know. It, 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 it's one thing. No, no. no it's one thing. Yeah. It's one thing. And oh, sweet mother of God, I have to block this guy. Chris Hammer, <laughs> ECW legend, is is in the chat. On Instagram, he watches. This guy can't even work technology, by the way. We have a perfect, we have all of these production values, WWE-esque on YouTube, but he decides to watch us on Instagram because he wants that gritty ECW feel. Would it would it be it. better if I bounce a check and send it to you? Would you would that make would that feel more accurate to you? Uh, <laughs> oh, no, that's terrible. That never happened to Hamburg, did it? No? When he was there? I'll let him comment on it on if uh, uh. <laughs> not if he had a couple checks bounce, right? I'm not oh, no. gonna. I'm not gonna speculate. But I, I dare I say anyone who's worked for him has probably had a couple bounce checks because he's Chris Hamrick after all. He's a work. He, he's a worker. You know, he works everybody. But, <laughs> but going back to the ninjas, I hated. I hate the ninjas because it's like literally there's um, like if it was two episodes, if it was like a. <laughs> i'm just gonna read this verbatim he said chris hamrick says look at the time time for you to go fuck yourself (laughs) i can't i can't Uh, i can't verbally spar with this guy come on this guy this guy was recruited to play triple h in 2007 come on there's footage of him as triple h on raw Kenny, the podcast god. Yes. Why? Why are you all calling me a podcast god? (laughs) Podcast god. I'm, I'm, I'm the podcast demo god. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Gertie, Gertie, the 75 plus group, they love this podcast. They absolutely love me. So, so Gertie, if you're listening, yeah, happy 100th birthday, sweetheart. Um, Yes. Yeah, actually, I never asked any of this uh, because, you know, I don't really understand how it works. But uh, you pay pay attention to like some of the demo stuff, right? Like, do we know, like, do we got a good audience? Like, you know, are we represented well among females, you know, 12 to 34? Uh, No. So what's funny is like engagement wise, um, like in terms of interactions and in terms of like other like social media platforms, uh, we do have a pretty split audience of um um women and to to male so female uh-huh. to male however on youtube if like people are finding us organically in the searches it's mostly males so uh, okay. so yeah i mean the the wrestling audience is mostly male so we're gonna <laughs> so we're, we're here to announce a kenny for your thoughts heels uh we're gonna have yes. a kenny for your thoughts heels an all-female group uh it'll just be it'll be just well, wait, it'll be just me because i know brandon makes you feel uncomfortable so we're wow, not gonna have brandon what? on this podcast no, and uh, hamrick hamrick says you're my second second favorite podcaster who's the first i i know this is a setup <laughs> for a joke who is the first chris let me know okay before the end of this episode you geriatric bastard let me, <laughs> let me know <laughs> Brandon, it says Brandon might be a god to me. Gets to me, gets me to tune in every episode. Wow! Like, oh, you, Brandon, you get that. other podcasts to tune in. I love it. 
and and Pretty Hollis loud. is right. Hollis is right because I always forget to say it. I'm like I always, I always start talking, but yes, please give the video a thumbs up. Uh, go ahead and subscribe to us if you're in Audio Land, all five six thousand billion of you. Please go ahead and leave us a five star review and rating. Ignore the masked man over here. He's not even wearing a mask to social distance or coronavirus. He's just wearing a mask to look like an idiot. That's the thing. That's the, the thing about Brandon. This is not cameras, for bro. health. This is the, yeah, exactly. You see, this is not for a health reason. By the way, Chris Hamrick's answer. Uh, he said, "I'm his second favorite podcaster." I asked, "Who? Who's the first? He said, "Everybody else." Yes. <sighs> this, guy, this guy's one liners. Hey, look. You know what? See what Wes Turner says. It's got to be my sex appeal. That's what's bringing the the kiddies in, man. <laughs> The sex appeal right here. I like that. You know what's you funny? Uh, all this. Uh, so when we were doing that skit about me opening this the thing in the fireball, I uh, I originally my original plan, just full disclosure, was to make it like I saw a Brandon nudie pick, and then like I was I was like, oh my god, my eyes, and like you know do something like that. But uh, so I forgot to be honest with you. Uh, but now you're reminding me. So uh, Brandon, Brandon, <laughs> Brandon, when is your OnlyFans going to be starting up? Oh man, I'm working on the content right now. Uh, I'm trying to figure out the pricing tiers because it's right. like I don't know if I want to go. No, fully here's what you do. Here's what you do. No, no, yeah. no, no. This is what you do. Do right. Brandon's gonna charge you five dollars to for access, right? But periodically, he's gonna message you and then say, "Want to see me bathe in pig fat?" And then like that'll be an extra twenty. <laughs> that'll be extra. Right. Exactly. This is what I'm working out. This is I'm how you do. This is. I was. I was talking. Money. I was talking to Wes actually about this <laughs> earlier. About like you got to give free content. And actually, it had nothing to do with only OnlyFans, by the way. But he's like, you got to give free content before you go behind a paywall to kind of give stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you gotta, you gotta entice them, Brandon. You gotta bring them in. <laughs> you gotta bring in the fans, brother, with the free content, and then you put in the largest servers of the world, brother. I don't, why am I doing a Hogan impression? <laughs> where, where did Hogan even come from? Venice Beach, California. I, I think I'm gonna use the mask for the free content, and then if like you want to see the face or the teeth, you know, behind it, and then it's like, oh, that's an extra ten bucks. That's, you, so, you, you really think people want to pay ten bucks to see it, your yeah, teeth without the mask? Maskless? Fernando Bro. says my nightmare. <laughs> yes and some some of the ladies dreams some of the men's dreams for that matter um but anyway speaking of dreams velveteen dreams back um, how, how do we feel about that yeah brandon they're telling you to take off the mask because you're horribly muffled <laughs> take it off brandon literally is like Bra Bra that's not his uh, that's not his voice that's muffled that's his thoughts <laughs> Brandon, you realize you have to take off your headphones to take yeah, off gotta, your mask, yeah, right? Away, take Brandon doesn't understand the concept of like if it's tied behind, like common sense. If it's tied behind your ears and you have headphones blocking that, you probably should take <laughs> off the headphones. You should probably take off the headphones and pull the mask off, but that's okay. Okay, right, I think I got it. Okay, wow, you sound better? ten times clearer. <laughs> How funny! No, it's it's a right, hundred okay. times clear. Uh, but as you were saying, Velveteen yes. Dream, yeah, Velveteen Dream is How back. How do we feel about that? I mean, if it's, he's back, uh, yeah. Where's the other guy? Where's Austin? Thing? <laughs> well, it, that's what I'm saying. Is it is is it like that they proved like maybe that this might be fake? I don't know. Right, like yeah, I don't know. Like again, I'm speculating. I have no idea. But like, yeah, Velveteen Dreams back, and I knew that would cause a lot of, lot of people to kind of go, okay, what's going on? Especially if you look on the AEW end of things. AEW did uh, had three releases this week. Um, two of them kind of related to this. Um, right. Brandon's a five-year-old man. Uh, Jimmy Havoc. Well, I can speculate that they were related to this. Um, Jimmy, the speaking out movement, I should say. Jimmy Havoc was released. 
Um, obviously, due to, um, you know, probably the comments, uh, B Priestley was also released. Uh, yeah. There were rumors that her and uh, Will Ospreay, um, somebody had come up to them and kind of told them in, in their promotion or something of a uh, sexual, sexual harassment or something kind of situation. Um, and oh. they kind of blackballed her as opposed to helping her. I think that's the rumor. But she was released. Um, and then Sadie Gibbs, who I don't think has any involvement in anything, by the way, um, right. it was released as well. Um, so three releases from AEW. Um, this is the first uh, releases, really, in AEW's history. Uh, I know people are going to say, well, Kylie Ray was released. Well, Kylie Ray, I don't count because she really was. I Is guess she, she does count. Out, sort of thing, I, no, I guess, I guess she does count because she was on a, a pay-per-view, double or yeah, nothing. Yeah. So... Um, she asked for her release though i guess that's the difference yeah, yeah. she she asked for it um but yeah yeah so we got a couple couple releases here uh oh velveteen dream Wait, do we know if uh if Havoc got help <laughs> no, they definitely gone. didn't help his uh his checkbook there <laughs> yeah, uh Havoc, just... havoc's gone oh, yeah. i don't know what that means maybe maybe he didn't want to complete it maybe there was something mm -hmm. i don't know we can we can speculate what none of us really know only tony right. khan knows me me and tony khan have a beer every friday night 5 p.m uh over here at uh whiskey <laughs> willies though so i mean we uh maybe i'll ask him <laughs> The yeah, bro, that's right. Dream was set up. All right, it was a conspiracy. There's conspiracy against the man. He didn't mean to do it. He didn't know what was going on. So maybe that's why he's back. Fernando says those weren't rumors, Kenny. So, so, uh, what I when when it's when I say those are rumors, I'm saying it's rumored to like I don't know the reason for the release. I'm speculating that that's the reason. So I never want to be an irresponsible uh, journalist per se and just say like, oh, they were released for sexual assault allegations. For all I know, Jimmy Havoc was released, uh, B. Priestley was released, and Sadie Gibbs were released because they couldn't fly in from England. And AEW was like, all right, let's just cut our losses because they're in the UK. So again, I'm just not being I'm being uh, responsible and not commenting. Uh, necessarily that that's all it is all right so um yeah be Priestley though you know we talk let's get let's get into this you mm. know we had a big conversation about the women's division and it's like i feel like they re <laughs> they released some major players in the women's division there i remember you bring it up being Priestley uh, yeah, as being I, somebody I, to be <laughs> Priestley was definitely brought up uh sadie gibbs had a tremendous upside to her um again we're uh, talking strictly from a professional level but I mean, what do you think, Brandon? I mean, you got you still got Britt Baker injured. You still got Chris Statlander injured. So what are we doing here? It's, it looks pretty rough right now. They're kind of saying. I mean, they're doing what they can do with who they got. Um, uh, Kara, she, she's still holding it down, you know, as best she can. With oh, who, say who that name again. Hikarushita. No, you was like Hikarushita. Like what? Like it's just it's like roll <laughs> off the tongue. Emi Sakura. Hikarushita. Yeah, you know, like that Hikarushita. No. <sighs> anyway, I don't know why it came out that way. It just did. I don't know why half the <laughs> shit comes out of your mouth the way it does. Yeah, but uh, I think yeah, Fernando is saying Sadie Gibbs was a big loss to to them yeah. to me too because she had like she had like it like I could see that like I could see like oh okay Sadie Gibbs could be something. You but know? they got Anna J, so it's like star of the show. Yeah, but then they joined so. her ass up with the Dark Order. <laughs> yeah. It's like, come on! <laughs> I love the Dark Order, but like, Ida J could have been separate. I would have liked more of like that cabaret mystique kind of character uh, more than the Dark Order character for her. But again, I'm, uh, you, know, you know how I'm feeling? I'm feeling uh, MJF's like a secretary assistant, Kelsey like, or something. Kelsey, yeah, she's great. Oh my she's god, Brandon! Brandon sees a female on his screen, and instantly, instantly. Uh, anyway, instantly attracted to her for no reason. She hadn't even <laughs> talked to him. Um, 
Apron Bump says he's cultured, yeah. Kenny. Yes, you're you're he's he's cultured. I'm half Asian, but he's the cultured one, you know. He knows how to pronounce the Japanese yeah. name. Say yeah, Emi say Emi Sakura. Emi Sakura. See? Emi Sakura chan. Yes. Yeah. And then she stole she stole Orange Cassidy's gimmick on a clip I saw online. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Ugh. But um yes. so I guess AEW Dynamite, even for not featuring the women as heavily as they should. It's still doing well because they uh, they came away with the victory this week again, seven hundred ninety-two thousand uh, to six hundred and nineteen thousand on NXT. So NXT falling a little bit more, AEW gaining a little bit more. Um, I kind of think we're going to see a pattern here. I think I think AEW's mm-hmm. on the up and up here. Um, yeah, I think I think they're th- running. Do you think NXT like they just they're just always going to have to bring in somebody from the main roster to sort of pop things? That's- cut into that rating lead i just or think can they do it with the people they have there now well i think it's it's everyone that has the perception of you know aew is a startup wwe doesn't need my money kind of thing um uh, in other words you know i'm as much as they, it's not like people dislike nxt but it's like okay if you're gonna if i'm gonna watch a wednesday show i mean we do it what do we watch we watch you know aew to support the the newer company um and then it I probably doesn't help that you know i could watch it on the network uh, the next day, yeah. if I wanted to, um, in, in my case, I have DVR that Brandon mooches off of, and um, <laughs> I mooch off his DVR and his, uh, and and his my, network <laughs> and my network and my my soda. And, oh uh, man, I've had a good soda in a while, but I have to come over. <laughs> By the way, did anyone notice that in our uh, beginning, shortly at, at the beginning of the episode, that uh, that was Zeb Coulter but with Brandon's face on it? Did, any, did anyone notice that like let me just show it uh real quick so yeah that that, that is actually brandon's face if you look really closely <laughs> that's damn good man. uh so that that reface app has been uh has been a uh, killer it's, it's a, killer. a little scary right now is that developed here that's not like a russian or like a it chinese probably is. i probably gave your face like away a, to like the yeah, chinese you know so i mean quote chinese. unquote you know because TikTok, everyone's all like TikTok. The Chinese government's gonna get us. It's like okay, whatever. As far as I'm concerned, I've always said this about the American yeah. government, the Chinese government. If they so, want something, yeah. brother, brother, they're, they're gonna, gonna get it. it. <laughs> all right, they're probably listening to this podcast episode right now. Just make, make sure that motherfucker doesn't say anything wrong. He's already evading his taxes. Uh, <laughs> oh man, dang! But it's the worst for getting to do your taxes. You just like. Oh. <laughs> No, some of us are responsible, Brandon. But let's talk about the demo. Uh, so AEW obviously demolished NXT in the demo, uh, almost two to one. But what's even funnier is we start we're starting to see a shift because AEW beat Raw in the demo. Wow. Yeah. So they are they we're we're getting to a point where that demo that eighteen to thirty or forty five demographic might they're starting to use their voice. Now, yeah. What do you think they want more Anna J? They want more. They want more Anna J. What, yeah, what do you think's going on with Raw? Like, because I, I think, I, especially like last night, I thought. Well, they, it's not. Well, it, at least certain segments, anyway, were like really killer. Well, the, um, one. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, right? It, it's it's about reputation, right? So it's like Raw has been like lackluster for the most part, or not giving okay. that demographic what they want. So yes, I agree with you in terms of like the last episode of Raw with the whole Ric Flair stuff and all that. It's like that's appealing to the 18 to 34 demographic. That is really good for, for them, but they weren't tuned in because they already are not trusting WWE to be entertaining for them. Do you know what I mean? So... um and if you didn't watch Raw, I think you did yourself a disservice. Dare I say Raw was the best show of the week? 
which I, I found that weird. Um, Cause I, I was like asking everybody, like, I need to make a thumbnail. What do I do? And I'm thinking like on Wednesday, I'm like, what do I, I use from dynamite or use from NXT or what? Everyone's like, uh, Dominic on raw or, or, uh, yeah. you know, Ric Flair on raw. And I'm like, I totally like, it totally slipped my mind to even think of raw. Cause again, that's the, what I'm talking about. That mistrust. I'm like, I don't think of them as the most talked about thing of the week, mm. you know? So I'm not used to it. Uh, but let's talk about paying dues, man. Dominic Guerrero. Oh. Dominic Guerrero. I always do that. You hear me? Dominic Guerrero. <laughs> Dominic Guerrero. So I'm sorry. It's, like, it's, it's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> All right. He's Eddie Guerrero's son. Orale, I'm your puppy. You know, just, ah, uh, dude. And that Could was you like, do that? Like, take to take dues? I mean, I guess if you were at the business, maybe you would suck it up. But right. I don't know if I would want that as, like, my initiation in. Gotta get welted up like that, man. He was taking this hard. Oh, the uh, uh, you're talking about the actual uh, yeah, Dominic, yeah. Oh, dude, you have to for paying dudes, I mean, man. I, I, like, I, I do it, but that's that's because I'm like passionate to be in the business. You're a little bitch boy, right. so of course you want to do it. I'm a little it. bitch boy, bro. <laughs> stubbed, like, remember God, when Brandon stubbed his toe last year and he talked about it for <laughs> another six months? That was my initiation, man. I mean, come on. <laughs> to what? To the unemployment <laughs> line? To welfare? <laughs> Cause that's the mentality you have. Holy crap! Look at shirt he's wearing. Look, look he's a mark for himself. He's wearing <laughs> a shirt that says B&B hashtag B and B. You know what that stands for? Brandon, turn around Brandon. and show them what it stands for. Oh man, I gotta. Because it's not here. it's not bad news, Barrett. Look look what this guy has on. It says hashtag Black News Brandon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, I may know the guy who made that for him actually, because Brandon's like, yeah, man, uh, if you could uh, make me a shirt, this was WrestleMania 30. We're going to New Orleans. Uh, I want to put a make a shirt that uh, you know, like a parody of Bad News Barrett. And I was like, what, what do you have oh, in mind? He's like, uh, like Black News Brandon. Actually, uh, it it was way worse than that. It was actually I had to censor Brandon. Uh, Brandon Brandon said a lot more derogatory than that, and uh. Uh, DM me later. DM me shirt, later, and maybe I'll tell it to you because I don't even have the balls to say it on air. Um, Bro, yeah, we would have been trending at Vania had I been repping this. We went, bro. It would have been legit. Nope. Nope. I, I refused <laughs> to be associated with a guy that was walking around with such profanity on his shirt. So it became Black News uh, Brandon. That's right. Still got it. Still repping it. You gotta put this one up, man. People, people are gonna buy this. No one bought it. You, you, Brandon, you want me to? I don't. I don't even have those original designs. I'd have to like redesign it. But if you want it, uh, if you want it, guys, if you want a Black News Brandon shirt, I can. I can get you one. I can make you one. It'll you go on ProWrestlingTees.com/slash yeah. Kenny for your thoughts, and you, you can rep Brandon. I know Kyle Brandon Masters of all, of all Elite Podcasts is buying one. He's definitely buying one. <laughs> Team Brandon all the way. I don't have my own oh. shirt, Brandon. Come on, how do you have your own shirt? <laughs> Um, Dude, I got that, and I got half rep. You got fans, like yeah, it. Brandon. You got fans, bro. And speaking of fans, freaking AEW had fans in the cr- in the crowd. I yes. don't know if anyone noticed that they had uh, in the upper deck. They had uh, when they showed a Frank uh, shot of Frankie Kazarian. They had a lot of other people there. Um, so like some exclusives. Um, I'm thinking 
Might be in contact, see if we can get some ticket skis. Maybe go sit there. They, <laughs> out, I get it. I got some connects, man. Where you go? Yeah. I didn't even know. I think we can start bringing people back. And like, and like JR said, he said they're following the rules. You saw the people there wear masks. They were wearing masks. And then, about uh, that sort of thing. and then apparently they had uh, people, like uh, basically a mask check, like somebody walking around right, going, uh-huh. like making sure everybody's still wearing the mask. So I'm all for it. I mean, that's good. I like something like that. Nice little test run. Um, just to see what would happen. So basically, they, they said, go in there. If you get COVID, let us know. <laughs> no, they made them sign us before so they can't sue them though, afterwards. Well, look, this is good because now they do it. Hopefully, WWE will see it. And they'll, like, maybe next week, they'll say, okay, now this is going live. We'll have a few more people in. Well, WWE, just grow from there. WWE has some, some huge, uh, is, is basically makes some huge moves in regards to, to their programming, which uh, we'll save that for the end. That'll be our main event. But uh, huge news in terms of WWE's and the way they're going to be doing uh, TV tapings going forward. Um, but speaking of huge news and shakeups, so can we talk about uh, AEW and uh, Warner Media specifically? Mm. Warner Media TNT executives Kevin Riley and uh, I'm going to butcher it, Bob Greenblatt uh, out out of uh, Warner Media. Um, what the reason that is? very very significant is because kevin riley specifically was key in aew getting their tv deal and getting Mm -hmm. renewed for the three years so how do you think this affects um aew going forward yeah it it was crazy too because i guess he was giving an interview to variety and he had mentioned uh you know about there being you know a possible third hour um and then also mentioning you know breaking dark maybe to tv and so it's like, all right, well, now is this stuff up in the air? You know, yeah, is that even going to happen at this point? Yeah. How is this going to work out? You know, or is it sort of all dependent on how the show right now performs as to whether, you know, anything like this is going to go forward? Um, that's that's crazy. You know, um, I, I think AOW will be all right, but yeah, we'll see. Let's just say, um, you know, I heard somebody, um, I, I can't remember what, what wrestler it was, uh, a wrestler who's a very good hand, very good gimmick. But I remember hearing that um, the reason they didn't get pushed in WWE and then eventually released was not because people were saying they were bad, but nobody was actually going to bat for them in the in the mm. creative meetings. So likewise, I wonder if Kevin Riley was that, you know, that voice of AEW uh, in the executive meetings, how this affects AEW. If they're if they're not even talking about AEW, no, and again, I'm speculating, but if if they suddenly stop talking about AEW, you know, not a good thing. Not a good thing because, you know, they could have all the ratings. They can do stuff. But they're uh, facing unprecedented times right now, too, which is yeah. I mean, they have no fans, no nothing. You know, I know they're slowly bringing them back, but completely different times. And in their first year of um, of operations. So I don't know. Right. I don't know. I, 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 yeah, I, I think they're doing well enough in the demo, at least with the other programming that's on that they have there now to, yeah. to keep them going. So hopefully, again, all speculation. We have really, yeah. really have no idea. Um, but speaking of uh, AEW getting or, you know, wrestling companies getting three year deals, a wrestler who got a three year deal recently was MVP. So I don't know if you remember this, but. Dude, this is a, that's an example of like to me the old generation, right? Uh, what I mean by that is MVP was signed for a pay per appearance deal, was supposed to just be at the Rumble, and then he got such a good reaction at the Rumble they gave him a match on Raw. He killed yeah. it on Raw, and then so they gave him the VIP lounge. He did that and just completely overtook. Now it's to the point where he is one of the main parts of Monday Night Raw, and so it's like that's what that's seizing the opportunity. 
MVP could have been entitled and been like, man, WWE doesn't want to give me a long-term contract, F them. But he was like, okay, they want to give me a long-term contract. I'm going to make them give me a long-term contract. Mm-hmm. And you went out there, and, and you know, no pun intended, they were asking on Fox, WWE and Fox, who's the MVP of Monday Night Raw? It's like you answered your question you know, mm-hmm. just in the title. It's been MVP. And uh, I'm excited to see what he does. I mean, so we're guaranteed MVP for another three years unless COVID hits again next year and they do another April release. Then they- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's kind of short. No, he's been too good, man. He's like consistently, yeah, he's, he's like probably like the best talker they got on there right now. Uh, What's that mean? Brought, they, he made an yeah, opportunity for himself. Along, yeah. I mean, he's made uh, Lashley and... Uh, uh, Sheldon Benjamin, you know, right. pulled them out of obscurity. So, I mean, this is, he's only helping. Agreed. Agreed. Um, not only that, but I mean, you know, <laughs> MVP, MVP is just killing it, man. Like I said, he made his own opportunity and I have nothing but good things to say about him. But I was talking about April releases. Uh, speaking of yeah. which, one of the people released in April was Mike Kyoto, who's a 33 <laughs> year, uh, 33 year vet. A uh, longtime wrestling referee, and he shows up to referee uh, Cody versus Scor- Scorpio yes. Sky, which <laughs> on uh, AEW Dynamite. Now, here's the thing: the TNT title got revamped, completely revamped. Uh, they added, well, I shouldn't say completely. They looked like they added some gold glitter to it. No, but I'm just kidding. It looked really good. I liked it. The only thing I'm critical of is that it did not have any where the TNT logo is. It's just still just like a big mirror. Like they could have added a globe or done something to me there, but all in all, uh, a very good upgrade. Very good upgrade, Kyoto, man. Do you, yeah, have you so you've, you've liked all of the sort of WWE acquisitions so far that AEW's made? I'm, like, I, you, I, they've made no the right problems. Ones. I have no problems yeah. with how they're bringing in some of these guys. Their brand, not yeah. at all, not at all. And um, how they're bringing them in too is like very good. Like Mike Kyoto probably is not like taking up a lot of the budget but you still got like a really good referee so you talk about senior referees you can kind of bring him in and kind of like really help younger referees and things like that so he can really add he's more valuable backstage to me uh more Mm. than even anything else uh that being said (laughs) it's always funny i say things tongue-in-cheek and i always i i said it online i was like i almost resent that the things I say tongue in cheek are the things that go viral because it shows me toxicity, right? Like, so I, I was joking because uh, Mike Kyoto, you can see him when he does the pinfall, he counts to four. Now, we can speculate that maybe his arm kind of hit, brushed Cody's leg or something, so he restarted the count. But, you know, uh, the way it looked on the TV angle was one, two, three, four. So I, I said, count with me. And all I did was post um, that clip. So it's got like a like 30k last time I checked 30k in views, you know, like 500 or seven, 800 likes two 300 like retweets and stuff like that. And it's it, it pisses me off, man, because again, tongue, I totally did it tongue in cheek. I love my Kyoto, but people are like, you see this pissant company. It's like, how, how are you? How is this? How does this represent the AEW being a, a shitty company or or like it becomes WWE versus AEW? And it's like, that's why he got released in April. Yeah, that's why he got released in April because he can't count, you know, like it's like it's like just don't cop out of my shit man like i always resent like that's why i go viral like with something like that as opposed to like you know 
actual yeah. funny stuff or something. I don't know. Are you going to have to start captioning it to let them know that, like, I'm not being disparaging no, in any way? That, like, I, no. No, because then it, it gets, it lets me see, it lets me see who my audience is because you, you'll see people go, um, the, the ones who made me laugh where they're like, oh, he's bringing back the big E, the big E five count, you know, the, <laughs> you know, three ain't enough, man, I need five, you know, they're like, but, you know, or, or the other people who are like, you see, AEW such a good company, they don't need a three count, they need a four <laughs> count, you know, the work rates up there and it's like, good, that's like, right. that's the humor I want, you know, um, but yeah, Alex Guerrero says, I thought it looked awkward in the moment. Didn't realize it till Kenny tweeted. Yes. Yeah. I, I noticed <laughs> that's what a, a lot of people were like, oh, I didn't even yeah. notice it uh, until I pointed it out. So I, I was just uh, having a little, uh, little fun at AEW's expense. But like I said, um, a lot of the time people take it so seriously, like either I'm disparaging AEW yeah. or something. I love AEW. AEW is my shit. Yeah. Sp <laughs> uh, speaking of taking stuff too seriously, man, mm -hmm. about some of the folks flaming Jericho. For his Fozzie concert. Come well, on, no, people. fuck that. The why the alone. hell? Why the hell did Come he have on. a Fozzie concert? But here's <laughs> the thing: him having the concert is not even what irritated me because Chris Jericho is going to be fine. Chris Jericho was up on stage. He was away from people. He's going to be fine. But then you yeah. look into the crowd and you see a group of no less than thirty people right in the front in that picture in question, uh -huh. and uh, yeah, not one person's wearing a mask. So it's like fine, there should have been out. a mask. There should have been a mask mandate or something. Like it's irresponsible. <laughs> so Jericho's online talking to like, and I love Chris Jericho, but he's talking online like, oh, you know, I don't, I still didn't test positive for COVID yet. That's not the point. That's not the, the the point is not about you. Like I know you're not getting COVID, but what what the hell about the rest of the audience? They'll be fine. They're not gonna be able to get into the show. So as long as Jericho can test, <laughs> test clean and get, make it on the show to do his angle, that's all that matters. Man. No. We're about this other kids later. No. So go out party. I, I disagree. Well, like I disagree. I think it was irresponsible like, for someone. That wasn't up to him though, right? To like. I don't know. I don't know. But like, or something. I, I, I think I just think it's irresponsible for someone in his position because that's that's my main thing. It's like it's someone in his position has, you know, he has the authority to make that call. You know, he could have done a live stream or he could have done a spacing thing or filled up the venue a certain way. But no, he just decided to do it as is. And that's where I'm critical of him. Because, again, he's Chris Jericho. You don't know. You don't think if he looked at the venue promoters and said, this is how we're doing it. You know what I mean? Or else we're not <laughs> playing like they they probably would have listened. It's fucking Chris Jericho. You know, but oh, yeah, man. if you get it, like Fernando said, if they get it, I'll just say you asked for it. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> it, yeah, you already know that the, that these idiots are going to be. Look at Brandon. Brandon thinks it's a fuck fucking joke. So this is why I wear my mask while I had it on. Nobody can hear me. So I'm muffled because you're on a show where you're not actually next to anybody. But OK, anyway, anyway, um, going back to the Dominic uh, Mysterio caning. Uh, I really like Seth Rollins in this uh, when he was looking at the mm. camera and talking to Rey Mysterio and he's like, you're probably begging for mercy. Beg, beg, whap, beg. Oh, oh it man. was so sadistic to be looking at the cameras, basically saying there is nothing you can do. I'm whooping his ass and you have to watch it oh, with yeah. your one good eye. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, you know, it, it'd be like one thing if I'm like bent over right and I'm just like taking it directly on the back. But there's a few like they swung down, like his hands were like there. It's like he like clip a have finger. You, have you ever oh, been hit by man. like a kendo stick or bamboo? 
no or something. i don't think so, so i don't want and, to yeah and, uh, I, I not not a kendo stick but i've been hit by like um uh, oh my god what do they call it it's basically a, a karate weapon we might oh, yeah. it's like a big long staff and they used to swing it at our ankles and we used to have to jump and then of course you know you start they start swinging at your waist to kind of make you jump and like put jump your hard. legs up Why? and you know every once in a while they catch you in the ankles and that shit hurt <laughs> And that, that, you know, so the kendo stick, the difference between that and uh, the staff, the staff is a big, just long, hard piece of wood, whereas the kendo stick uh, has a, a hollow middle. What that means is when it hits you, it's more of like a sting. So it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's it's like more of like, um, I almost can't explain it, but it, it hurts. It hurts. A kendo stick is bad. Uh and so that was real when he was just wincing and stuff. That is definitely real. Uh, you can't really fake a kendo stick shot. Um, and it, I mean, you obviously saw the pictures. They were bad. I wanted to use yeah. those pictures, but then uh, uh, full disclosure, last week, we, we basically didn't have views for our episode because uh, YouTube censored us. They sent me a nice little notification for oh, blood no. and gore for blood and gore. And I'm like, what the hell blood and gore that we have? And I realized on the cover, I used the picture of Matt Hardy with the blood. Oh. So it was like, oh, <laughs> F you, YouTube. Like, you know. So we, we go from like a thousand, more than a thousand views to like 67 or something, whatever it was. <laughs> and because we literally weren't in any searches or anything like that. So I, I was a little bit irritated and pissed off about that. Oh, um, man. And Apron Bump says, I drunkenly bought a kendo stick a few weeks ago. And boy, howdy, do they hurt when your girlfriend hits you with it. <laughs> Brandon, a girlfriend is, is this person of the female gender that loves you and respects you and cares about you. Um, oh. I know you don't understand that. But anyway. You let him hit you with kendo sticks. Right? That's part of it. That's part of the thing. <laughs> but speaking of uh, little shout outs here, Brandon. Uh, <laughs> I, how did you feel? I don't. This again. To me, it's a little weird, but uh, that tag team segment they had with the uh, the Young Bucks and the Rock and Roll Express, Tully and Arn, uh, FTR, uh, when they were shouting out old tag teams, the Legion of Doom and stuff like that, and they started talking about Marty, Marty and Sean, and Marty, and like I'm like, why are they talking about Marty Janetti when this guy tweeted out or, or <laughs> went on Facebook and said that he killed a man last week? I think they did it on purpose, man. Right. I, I, I wouldn't little, put little it past them. Oh, I yeah, wouldn't put it past them. Like, but it's like, why, man? Why are you mentioning? Literally, you never mentioned Marty Janetti, <laughs> and then you mentioned Marty Janetti the week after. He's like, is that the first time I had to take out somebody in the back and take care of them? You know. Uh, uh, but it would have would have been weird if they didn't mention him at all, though. It's like because you kind of have to. I, th- I feel like they could have just been like, you know, the Rockers. You know, the Rockers, right, one of the greatest the Rockers, act teams, yeah. and just leave it at that. You know, and so if you know, you know, but be like Marty Janetti. I'm like, no, don't mention and, him. Yeah. He doesn't need the publicity. And then the other poor dude took the uh, took the pile driver, man. Oh, that my God. The good. hell of a pile driver. <laughs> Ricky Morton taking the pile driver from hell from FTR. So FTR turning heel. Which I'm excited because I think that means good, we're yeah. getting a we're getting FTR versus I, I I'm getting a hint by the way that the live chat has stopped because uh, uh nobody's oh, responded again. in the last like five minutes but um Google sent me a special offer though um Aye. no with, with my thing again FTR um versus the Young Bucks at All Out I think that's what yeah. we're getting and I'm excited for it you know. This is what, yeah, this is what we wanted, you know, when they were bringing them in. You wanted to see FTR Young Bucks, so. Yeah, and and this reminds me, you know, I don't know if, if y'all remember this. It reminds me of the old, uh, um, what's it called? Um, 
the Von Erichs versus uh, the Fabulous Freebirds, where they kind of started out next to each other, but then ended up facing each other. Uh, you know, turning heel in in that sense, uh, the fabulous free birds, and yes, so the, the the chat on on YouTube is working, so yes, it has stopped over here, but that's okay. Um, it's okay, so roll with it. Damn right, Brandon, because I am a God professional. professional. <laughs> uh, speaking of rolling, uh, they got video. Tyson Kid running ropes, right? They do have video of Tyson <laughs> Kid running ropes. Now, I have a little exclusive for you. I'm not going to mention names, but uh, uh-huh. so I may or may not be friends with the guy that uh, a guy that is a good friend of Tyson Kids. So let's just say it like that. I'm going to again uh-huh. make it very uh-huh. vague, uh, but he's pretty famous himself, and um, or at least locally, you know, he's pretty famous himself. And so everyone's speculating: is Tyson Kid training for a in ring return? Um, well, this friend of his and mine posted that congrats uh, to Tyson Kidd for starting his wrestling school. So it looks like Tyson Kidd may be starting a mini dungeon is what's going on. So that's my exclusive on a Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast. Tyson Kidd starting basically a mini dungeon. Um, so if that's in Tampa, <laughs> your boy, your boy going to be training in the mini dungeon, bro. So there is no way, it, bro. There's no way I'm not gonna, especially since like if I go up to Tyson, be like, hey, dude, uh, TJ, remember me? I used to work at uh, so and so bank in here in Tampa. Remember, dude? Yes, of course I remember you. Like, you know, I'm just yeah, saying. I'm just saying. Like, all of a guy. sudden, I'm all of a sudden, I'm like, ooh, yeah, maybe this is where I'm supposed to go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Kenny's gonna be in there looking like Ricky Starks, bro. It's gonna be good. I'm excited about <laughs> what's it. His, what's his pose? Oh, Ricky Stark. Oh my god. Ricky Stark, my SmackDown vs. Raw 2007 yeah. character. Uh, come to life. Uh, but nah, then again, no. Win. Because my SmackDown vs. Raw 2007 character would never take a crappy thumbtack spot like that. Like like Darby Allen gave to him. Right. Yeah. Well, well the word crest of this, are you going to wear those same kind of trunks? Or are you trying to get I want more to. of a wedgie thing going? That's the thing. Yeah. I want to. But at this point and at Show this glutes, age, yeah. I don't look like uh, Ricky Stark's uh, look. I have like a beard. I'm hotter. More athletic. <laughs> smarter. A better worker. Um, <laughs> wow. I was going to keep that going. <laughs> wow. I surround myself with uh, with Brandon, who would w- definitely wear tights that show off his glutes. Um, you know, lots of things, lots of things. I get the full full gym suit, bro. That's what I'm running. <laughs> Everybody's saying uh, Ricky Morton sold that pile driver like a champ. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, he did. Um, but anyway, but anyway, Brandon, what else do we got to t- talk about here? I feel like we've covered like everything already, and it's only been oh, like. No. It's no, been no, real no. Quick. We did what? not cover uh, AEW potentially. I guess having to go to Saturday because of uh, NBA interruptions. Oh yeah, yeah. So AEW. Yeah. By the way, Dennis, who's a big fan from Germany, he says hi, hi to you. Thanks Hello. for joining us. Um, so AEW is going to be preempted to Saturday. A special AEW on Saturday. I think it's live from the way they were saying it. Nice. Um, which would be awesome. Um, but it's going to be on next Saturday due to the NBA now. I do have a little announcement here, depending on Brandon's schedule. Um, I would, am probably going to be unable to record Friday at noon next week. So we're going to have a special start time as well. Uh, I'll discuss with Brandon whether we want to do uh, Thursday night. But seeing as that Dynamite won't happen until Saturday, maybe we'll, do a, mm. maybe we'll do a live ski. 
We'll do a live ski on Saturday if, if I can get Brandon's uh, schedule. Uh, Brandon does like to frequent uh, adult uh, adult uh, establishments on Saturdays, so sometimes he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't. So sometimes he doesn't like to show up. You know. And uh, Alex Alex saying it was recorded yesterday, as it was this podcast. Everyone thinks everyone always thinks the the chat just suddenly goes dead. No, what it is. Is that yeah, whenever the chat goes populate, dead? Yeah, this, this is the pre-recorded <laughs> segment of the podcast, yeah, right? Yeah. So, so we we're taking a break. We're drinking some water. We're 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 you know checking our glutus maximus in the in the mirror. That's right, flexing a little bit. And yeah. then the chat stops working for those parts conveniently. And then when we come back, the part uh, the chat goes back live. So sorry to deceive everybody, but yes, these podcasts are pre-taped. Yes, yes. <laughs> Come on, the production value would be better if it was pre-taped. You think no, 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 right? No. Really? Maybe. Maybe. I mean you'd have more time to work your magic. That's right. Uh, yeah, yeah, we gotta see this, man. Maybe maybe you should do a pre-taped a pre a pre taped <laughs> episode they got for the next one. Yeah, so then that way you can show off your production value. No, well, you don't you don't say that on the podcast then, brother. You trick them. You're supposed to work them, brother, brother. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see when we're recording. Maybe we'll even record it Sunday. Who knows? Who knows what's going on here? But um, yeah, I mean, I guess it's time. Brandon, I heard that. That was weird when I went, yeah. Yeah. Like I heard it through your headphones. Oh, shit. Like, yeah, it, it echoed. That was really crazy. Maybe it was just super, super loud. Oh. Um, actually, you know, one thing I think we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about is uh, the passing of uh, James oh. Harris, uh, a.k.a. Kamala. Um, now Kamala was a legend in the business. I mean, Kamala, I remember his feud with the undertaker just being the stuff of legend. Um, it was very sad to hear of his passing, but I do know he was in poor health the last few years. So, uh, rest in peace to Kamala. What I don't like is the fact that, um, you know, one Brandon Brown here last week did a Kamala impression and slapped his belly. And I feel like he killed the man. No, yeah, I wasn't even. Well, that didn't cross my mind, but maybe I did. It was some weird subconscious thing. Nah, Brandon, yeah. Brandon, Brandon killed Kamala. I don't appreciate it. Uh, you know, one know. one thing, and hit me up in the chat on this one. I promise the chat's still here. They're just not. They're on YouTube as opposed to on our little thing over here. But um, a lot of people were saying they were scared of Kamala growing up, and mm. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I thought that Kamala. Uh, was kind of just funny and hokey. Uh, I loved him, don't get me wrong, but like I didn't take him as a... Was he supposed to be a scary character? I never took him as this, such. That's what I thought, right? Because he's from Uganda, he's got the face paint going. Yeah, I guess he's supposed to be like voodoo kind of like doctor. Voodoo, yeah, yeah kind of scary But like, guy. I just, I don't know, I laughed. And then everyone was like, his, <laughs> his theme song was scary, and I was like, you mean the... Ah, like, 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 I'm like, I don't know. I didn't take him as... as as anything but like you know uh, uh, ugandan tribal guy and i don't know i don't know but yeah when people said scary i was like that's news to me like don't get me wrong in his right. younger career i can see it some of the other stuff he did but they were talking about his wwe stuff and i was like i don't i didn't get scary off of that right because he was scared off it, the undertaker he wasn't like papa shango or something right this was wondering like oh is that like a bad thing if like you should if like you're just supposed to interpret a character a certain way and then you don't is that a problem with sort of the character itself or he was still maybe good, how he's being presented yeah in wwe at the time yeah i agree i agree i mean it's 
don't know. You got uh, you the Ugandan giant Kamala w- was amazing either way. I just find it funny that we lost uh, one Kamala Harris on Sunday and then gained a Kamala Harris uh, in the VP role. Joe Biden's running mate on, on Tuesday. No shame. But. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got two things to talk about before we go off air. I think one of the emotional, most emotional moments uh, was the segment between Ric Flair and Randy Orton. And uh, I wanted to say that Randy Orton is such a good freaking heel for the simple reason that right before the break when he's like, Rick, we got some celebrating to do. And then they go to the commercial. I already just, my heart's like, Pum. And I'm like, oh, I'm scared. Like, I'm scared of, mm. like, what, what he's going to say or do to Ric Flair. So he plays that sociopath character amazingly because he does it to a T. Like, the fact that you're already dreading something that he, and he's just talking. How good is he? To the point where I was saying that, uh, please give Randy Orton the WWE Championship. This is like, <laughs> I feel like I say this every time he gets a new character or tweak. But this might be the best work of his career. Yeah. The fact that Randy Orton's getting better as he's going along is scary. Is downright scary because now we're at a point where he's combined the legend killer character with the right. sociopathic viper. So now we have yeah. just this really sadistic thing where he's out to get the legends but in the worst way possible. Right. In and that, then the, the acting chops too. Like he's like he's like good the delivery. Man. Like delivery, everything right. is like it's like it's pitch perfect. Cold, like he's up point. Right. I'm it's like, cold, it's bro. stoic. Like it's good. Yeah. It, it, it makes your heart stop, like I said. Um and yes, Apron Bomb says uh, Orton is the best heel in the business and it's not even close, and that's what I'm saying. Like people can say MJF and stuff, but like they're Orton's different level. There's it's different, different level where like I forget that he's acting. And I'm just like, oh my god, this this guy is scary. You want to talk? Kamala wasn't as scary as this. This is scary. And yes, Fernando, perfect. Lots of Joker Hannibal like vibes, you know, to it. That's exactly what what I'm saying. He's got that really that villain esque character. And you know, Ric Flair, when he's oh, telling man. Ric Flair he he's Rick. messed up, but Rick, oh my god, Ric Flair even. Um I loved the real life interaction between the two of them, which was Randy Orton basically saying, like, this is not the Ric Flair I knew. The Ric Flair I knew wouldn't, you know, be a whore for the spotlight, wouldn't do these things, wouldn't do that. And then Ric Flair basically coming out of character, essentially, to say, yeah, you're, you're damn right. When I was in the hospital for, uh, and I came out of that coma, you know, I, I didn't want to be that guy. I wanted, I wanted to call everybody I knew and tell, tell them I loved them because I didn't know yeah. what was going to happen. And you could tell that Orton, I don't know if you paid attention to this, but if you looked in his eyes, Orton was getting a little emotional during that moment. As in, like, you know, he was very close to breaking. Because in a real-life sense, Randy Orton was probably hurting when Ric Flair was saying that. And that's the emotion you want to elicit. I mean, if they can bring it out of each other, it just translates to us at home. And they did such a good job. Yeah, oh man, the the pathos, you know, to use a movie term here. Um, the pathos right. that we we felt in that moment, it was heart-wrenching to watch Ric Flair pour his heart out and say, of course I want to be next to you, you're the best. Of course I want to be right. share the spotlight. I'm on Raw at 70 years old, you know. You know, Hogan's calling me, asking me what it feels like, and it feels phenomenal to be here. Mm. It feels amazing. And all this is like real-life stuff, you know what I mean? And then Randy Orton, to his credit, almost stopping Ric Flair mid-promo and just hugging him. Just like you would in real life, like I'm sorry, yeah. I'm so sorry, and then, bam, bam, he hits him with like the low blow, 
and then Ric Flair just comes out of nowhere. And just the acting. Hold on. Someone just cutting the lawn next to me? Jesus. He's like Kenny's always like gonna, emotional. Damn it. Like, help me make this podcast. No, help me make this podcast so big that I can buy the house next to me so that <laughs> they won't mow the lawn Jeez, when I'm on air, damn it. I'm on a roll, more. damn it. And they ruined my promo. <laughs> They ruin my promo. But anyway, going back to it, uh, Randy Orton, yeah, in that moment, looking like the most sadistic son of a bitch alive. It was really, really scary stuff. And then I love that they utilize the retribution stuff on this. They tie little things together of like the lights start flickering and they start doing stuff. And so they do. Um, <laughs> yeah, Fernando says, it's live, damn it. <laughs> We're live, pal. Um, but I love that they cut away to, you know, kayfabe explain why the lights would go, you know, why, like, he kicked um, Ric Flair, but Retribution fucked with the lights, so I, I like that they did that little touch, um, and I love the little, like, him talking to Ric Flair. Yeah, I like when he does that after everybody, oh my yeah, God. Sort of funny. Yeah. it reminds me of, like, you know, like, a of Mice and Men type thing, and that's, like, I, I feel like I, I've made of Mice and Men references so much on this podcast, but, you know, that, like, <laughs> that's favorite book, but, like, but, like, that I had to do it. Like, I had to kill him, or I had to do that kind of thing. Like, that's how sociopathic he is. You know, he feels like he is, like, the purification. You know, he has to do this to Ric Flair. You know, he's the good guy in, the, in his own bo book, you know? And, uh, yeah, when he was like, I'm sorry, it'll all be over soon and all of that, it's like, whoa, like, that is scary stuff. And, um, yeah, such a good segment. Such a good segment. Don't, don't tell me Raw sucked this week. Because if you tell me Raw sucked this week, then you're just biased. But I loved, uh, to his credit, uh, I was forgetting to say, this, Drew McIntyre running out. Oh, man. And Drew. going, even Rick? Even yeah. him? And it's like, again, Drew McIntyre putting over the fact that if he's willing to do this to Ric Flair, who's the guy he respects the most, what's he willing to do? That's, that's what I like. That like, even him, even him, you're, you're going to do this to him? Yeah. So again, I go back to it. I, I said this before. I tweeted it out, got a pretty good reaction. Give Randy Orton the WWE Championship at SummerSlam. Let Drew McIntyre, just let him go through the roster like a hot knife through butter. Keep him hot. Let him win the next Rumble. Let's have a redo of 2020. Because if, if WrestleMania is rumored to be in Tampa again, let's redo this whole damn thing. <laughs> so you should get the reaction. Right, let's reaction. just redo yeah. this. Have him win the Rumble. Let's have Edge as a surprise entrant too. Let's not even act like he came back. <laughs> and then we'll redo this at WrestleMania 37. And oh, fuck uh, it, just call it WrestleMania 36 again. Uh, and we'll just redo this whole this whole year. WrestleMania 36A. Redo it. Be, right? Night three. Night three of, <laughs> yeah, WrestleMania, night three. of WrestleMania 36. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I think that's the way to go because I feel like to have Drew McIntyre beat like a really hot Randy Orton later on would mean so much more even than beating Brock Lesnar because of how hot Randy Orton is. Um, and in front of a crowd, no less. Yeah. So this is this is shaping up to be, you know, uh, an exciting SummerSlam, or it could be, you know. It, it's things were looking rough, but I think they're sort of finding their groove here. Which and I mean, yeah. Which leads us to our main event, which is WWE's uh running uh, almost unofficially because we don't know uh this hasn't been confirmed, but it's unofficially been announced that uh WWE is going to be running SummerSlam from the Amway Center in or in downtown Orlando where the Magic play. 
So you can actually see us see it behind us right here. No crowd. <laughs> if you're watching the video version, no crowd, no nothing. That's how it normally is. Yeah. That's how it normally is <laughs> with the magic play. Um, <laughs> this is actually a live. This magic. is a live magic game actually magic behind us right here uh, from yeah. 2018. Uh, but. <laughs> But uh, WWE is going to be running um, SummerSlam out of the Amway Center. Now, then my mind started going because I'm like, oh, my God, that means they're going to have a set. That means they're going to have the LED screens like, well, we're actually going to get like an arena again. But then I got more excited because I'm like, what if they do the MLB thing? What if they put like like to me, they should charge 20 bucks or whatever and put fans in the stands and print out the faces and things like that and put that. You know, me, me and Brad, me and Brad could be front out? row. Me and Brad <laughs> yeah. could be front row. For oh, man. every WWE event. That's what we'll do. Kenny for your thoughts podcast. We'll be holding up the sign and uh, we'll be live. It'll Brandon, Brandon's face will be still like, you know, uh, I think it'll be great. But then I hear um, WWE is going even further with that. Uh, today, it actually was confirmed, all but confirmed again, that what they're going to do is pull up, pull up some LED screens. And uh, have fans kind of on Zoom and things like that during the show, and I was like, "Man, this is this is what everybody was hoping for WrestleMania." To me, they should have done yeah, this. They should have pulled the trigger that, yeah. on this um, at WrestleMania. Granted, I, I guess stuff wasn't. You know, I'm I'm forgetting that uh, stuff was a little bit more locked down during that time. But this is, I think, what we were hoping for. Uh, even more so, the rumor is that they're going to start shooting TV from the Amway Center from now on. So I think that's going to be huge because you're going to get the atmosphere back. You're going to get the whole, like, you know, the PC is great. Don't get me wrong, but it's like, right. you know, I, I feel like I'm watching NXT every week. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I mean, uh, it's good. I think it's going to be good to get the wrestlers. And I heard the morale is actually up because they feel like, okay, here we go again. Like, we're going to we're mm -hmm. back in an arena. They're going to feel some sense of normalcy. And if you have the virtual fans, um, that's going to be amazing. Because, you know, you blast that audio and everyone's ah, like, oh, man, I'm excited to see what nobody can pull that off like WWE. And I'm not trying to be a WWE mark, but right. they're usually the company that takes risks with stuff like that. And I'm excited to see them try. Um, and then Alex Guerrero says, to be honest, I don't think the virtual fans have made much of a difference with the NBA or the MLB. I think mm -hmm. it has because it would have been um, especially like MLB using uh, the tracks from uh, the video game. Uh, has been amazing. Uh, please don't use WWE. Don't use the crowd reactions from WWE 2K20 <laughs> because what'll happen is like what'll happen is like Tamina will come out to like a pop like The Rock, and then John Cena will come out to no reaction. And there's a lot of bugs in WWE 2K20. If you're gonna use reactions, uh, please do me a favor, pull up WWE 2K19, and then mm. use the reactions from there. Uh, yeah, 2K20, like, it'll just pull up the wrong entrance music. Um, you know, you'll have, like, Alexa Bliss coming out to Kamala's song. It's not gonna, it's not good, you know? It's not good at all. Well, we'll see, man. It's, this is good. This is good news. We got we got AW having a few actual fans in, and now we got WWE moving some virtual fans. Let's see, it's building back up. I'm excited. time for SummerSlam, yeah. I'm personally excited. I mean, SummerSlam is the halfway point to the next WrestleMania, which is crazy to think. Like, we're at that halfway mark, already. you know, already. Oh, this year's been pretty yeah. crazy. I mean, it's been good for our podcast. I can't lie. Uh, uh, this whole quarantine, because we we have the time to perfect our craft. Brandon tries to singe my eyebrows and burn me alive. Um <laughs> But, um, yeah, I'm excited. Like, and Alex Guerrero, I want you to be positive. He says the crowd noise, yes, but the Zoom fans weren't very noticeable. WWE, I'm going to say it like this. I'm going to be really blunt. The NBA, and again, 
NBA is awesome, MLB is awesome, NFL is awesome. I'm not here to knock them. UFC is awesome for that matter. All those companies I just mentioned have borrowed the entertainment aspect from WWE. You know, UFC putting in entrance music and doing certain theatrics. And NBA, the fan interactions, the things like that. They've pulled from Vince McMahon in that sense. Um, so in other words, Vince McMahon will show you how to do it. You know, And I, I wholeheartedly um, endorse that. I think if anybody can do it, it's WWE. Because their crowd, um, and I'm talking about the wrestling crowd as a general statement, is the most rabid audience out of all of those. The most passionate about their company. You know what I mean? Because in in the NFL, you have people who are passionate about their teams, not necessarily the company. Whereas here, you got just WWE marks, you know, like a Brandon. Brandon's a a WWE mark. He's excited. He's going to be pounding on the doors to the Amway Center saying, let me in, let me in. And they're like, sir, you need a mask. And he's going to be like, fuck your mask. And then he's going to get arrested and I'm going to need a a new co-host. But that's neither here nor there. Oh, man. Who's going to pay for my bail? That's what I want to know. Nobody, Brandon. Not me. Definitely not me. The only way that maybe we'll pay for your bail is if you go ahead and get one of his t-shirts. <laughs> oh, yes. Brilliant. We got some new merch. Brandon, you really want me to make that shirt? I'll put it on ProWrestlingTees.com. Is anybody, <laughs> yes. anybody in the chat, raise your hand if you're going to buy it. What's that? No raises hands. Okay. I noticed. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You gotta do like a limited, limited edition, man. It's like make I'll make like you a shirt. Shirts. I'll make There's you a shirt. It'll say, it'll say uh, "Velvapine Dream." Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Can we do that? No. Without the, yeah. Hollis says she's buying one. <laughs> yes. Hollis right, says she's got buying one. one. No. There you go, Kenny. Hollis, oh, don't do it. Just don't do it. Uh, Please. Uh, <laughs> Hollis, do it. No We're one buy Brandon's shirt. I don't want this guy's <laughs> ego going up. I don't want it. I don't want to have to cut him a check. For any proceeds from a t-shirt, please, please don't buy a t-shirt. Okay? But anyway, guys, before you go, please hit that thumbs up button. Hit that thumbs up button. Subscribe. Share this. Hopefully this episode doesn't get blocked like last week. There was no blood. There was no gore. No blood, no Luckily, guts. years ago, I censored Brandon's t-shirt, so it couldn't. we couldn't get this episode blocked. But guys, Brandon, should I leave everybody with an with a inspirational quote? Do you want to yes. say anything about professional wrestling before we go? Uh, oh, yeah. I, I want to say uh, I've enjoyed the angles, uh, some of the bigger angles on both both shows, both uh, AEW and WWE, uh, for that matter. The MJF, uh, Orange Cassidy, Jericho, uh, Orton, and... Uh, Orton and uh, Ric Flair last night. I, I mean, not last night, but a couple nights ago. Um, it's all the good stuff. So we got stuff to look forward to. But definitely, anyway, inspirational definitely. quote. Definitely. Okay, so I have an inspirational quote. Uh, uh, so full disclosure, uh, I wasn't feeling too well on Tuesday. A little down. There's some stuff going on. But, you know, that's life. It happens to the best of us. I don't want anyone to feel sorry for me. Um, but I went and I had a call. I chatted a couple friends that I grew up with uh, since the age of five. I've known them in New York. Um, chatted with them at 8 p.m. And all of a sudden, I'm hanging up the phone. It's like 2.30 in the morning. And we all had work in the morning. And uh, it felt like half an hour. And it felt like half an hour just talking because we just talked about hopes and dreams and ideas and stuff. So this quote kind of ties into to that. So this is dedicated to the two of them, which is, 
I have at least one person I can share ideas with. I have at least one person I can open up to. I have at least one person who gets me. Knowing this gives me peace of mind because having at least one person to share energy with is a blessing that I cannot take for granted. This moment makes me feel grateful and charged up to be alive. That's Sylvester McNutt. Uh, so I have to go looking for these people because Brandon gives me none of this. Uh, and that's what I want to <laughs> leave you. <laughs> that, that is what I want to leave you with. And yes, everybody said the, the chat is hardcore delayed. I've noticed, but I think that's because YouTube is trying to censor Brandon. They're trying to censor Brandon on this episode. Yeah, we're on a six-second delay. We're on a six-second delay, just in case Brandon says something stupid. Uh, but anyway, guys, episode 93, we're creeping so close to episode 100. I want to thank everybody that's uh, listened to us and given us a chance and are going to buy one of Brandon's t-shirts for some yes. odd reason. Um, it's kind of crazy. It's still to this day just crazy to me that people like listen to us. Like, Who are we? Who are we? And uh, Alex Guerrero says McNutt with a wide-eyed face. Yes, McNutt is his name. Jesus. <laughs> but anyway, and now the chat's working. By the way, the chat's working <laughs> before we go off the hey, air. McNutt. It's there decided, it yeah, it's decided to work. But anyway, uh, you all have a good rest of your day. We'll see you for episode 94 again. Stay tuned to our social medias uh, because it will be at a special time, either Thursday or Saturday. We haven't decided yet. So stay tuned for that announcement. All right. Have a good rest of your day, guys. Retribution!